You are listening to motivational quotes and inspirational life stories from real life people just like you. I'm your host, Victoria Johnson. You can learn more about me and my number one best-selling book at victoriajohnson.org. It's time to share our experiences and motivate and inspire you. So let's get started. Hello, beautiful listeners and viewers. We're welcoming Aura E. Martinez to the show today. She is a self-discovery and empowerment coach. We were chatting prior to uh, coming onto the air about her connection with Louise Hay and the book, You Can Heal Your Life. And Aura really believes in the power within us and self-discovery, that mind-body connection and finding where the block is, helping people know themselves. She is a self-discovery and empowerment coach, a board-certified holistic health practitioner, and she is a certified through the American Fitness Professional Associates as well. She focuses on the wellness and psychology of all of these different aspects of our life. Welcome to the show, Aura. Oh, thank you so much for having me here. It is my absolute pleasure to have you here. I often ask prior to the show what it is that you want to share with the listeners. And you talked about mastering ourselves and the inner journey, you know, to get to that well-being that we need. What does that look like for most people? What does that journey look like? For many at first, it could be quite messy. In terms of they may notice that their life doesn't look not even close to what they would like for it to look like and feel like and be like. And so if you don't mind me sharing, I actually started out as a wellness and life coach, helping people get out of the sugar roller coaster. And something very interesting that happened, and that's what led me to being a self-discovery and empowerment coach, and this is going to tie to the question that you just asked, is that I noticed that the people that would come to me that wanted to lose the weight, they didn't have an issue in terms of they need a meal plan. They need to know what to do in terms of exercise. What was happening was that they had a relationship with their body and food that was preventing them from releasing the weight and really having a healthy lifestyle. That's when I was able to put two and two together. And I realized if we were to get to the core of who we really are, we can literally and simultaneously change several areas of ourselves and our life. Because think about it, when you really know yourself so clearly, you know what your triggers are, you know what any misalignment that you may have within you, you're able to then correct it, which can allow you to then manifest whatever it is that you want. And so in that sense, it's so important that you master yourself, meaning that you understand yourself so deeply and that you do the inner work necessary so that you can master your life, meaning you can have control over your mind, your body, your actions. Mm -hmm. Yes. So... I like what you said about how it all ties together. I have found that to be true as well. Say we're working on our health. Uh, We end up simultaneously working on our relationships and our spiritual life and even our finances. It all ties back together. And so when someone comes to you and they've identified that they do need to do the inner work and they're working with you, what are some of the examples of inner work that you do with people? And, And feel free to share an example of a story that you're open to share with. Yeah. At the very beginning, no one really knows that they need inner work. I I do in in quotation marks because the people that have come to me, they don't necessarily realize that they actually need inner work. They think that whatever they have to do is just something outside of them. For example, I had someone that she was not feeling happy and she just wasn't understanding why. And so 
what she needed, of course, was inner work. She thought that perhaps by doing this, by doing that, let me try this, then I'll find my happiness. And the interesting part was that as we were starting to peel the layers, because she was living from what I like to call the layers, not really from a true essence. So until she didn't get what was really running the show and who was really in the driver's seat, that it was a part of her that she had identified with a story that she was living by. We couldn't really get to the core of what would really make her happy. So the moment she was able to change that story and really change who was in the driver's seat, but still having compassion for that part of her that was in the driver's seat, boom, she started speaking differently about herself and her life. She was able to find joy in the everyday things. It's so often that we as human beings get stuck in those stories. And it doesn't matter if it happened uh, an hour ago or 10 years ago, when we are in the retelling and the reliving and the believing of those stories, we are producing those same emotions, which then produces the same behavior, the same same thoughts. And it just goes around and around, keeping us stuck in that cycle. So I love that you're helping people to get out of that cycle. Now, you talked about layers with, with the client that you gave an example of and how she needed to remove those layers. And when I was reading your bio, you talked about yourself being covered in gunk and having to remove layers. Would you like to share with us some of your story, some of the adversity that you have overcome? Yes. The biggest one was a wound that I had to heal. And it was a hatred that I had towards a part of myself. Now, I want to say this. When I first started out in the coaching industry, I had a visibility issue, visibility issue. And it turned out to be that it had nothing to do with visibility and all to do with me accepting all of me, me being able to see the totality, the beauty of me, right? So many times, the reason why we experience blocks is because we don't see ourselves the way the universe sees us. And to whatever degree that we are not accepting of ourselves, which by the way, when you hate any part of you, that's going to create micro wounds such as self-worth issues and a whole host of things. So it isn't until we heal that, that we're able to step fully into our power. So interesting enough, when I was able to see the beauty of me, oh my God, even people were like, where were you all this time? More visible. The floods just started opening up for me. People coming to me, the clients, and all it was, I needed to see how beautifully God had created. You know how many times we don't see the beauty within us? Absolutely. The You're reminding me of, I, I had a conversation with someone recently and we talked about how as people in the service industry, like myself and yourself, where we are serving others, how we really want the best for them and we see the best in them. But when it comes to ourselves, we we forget to to ask for what we want and ask for what we need and to see the best in ourselves. So I love how you talked about accepting and loving all parts of ourselves and knowing that each part of ourself was useful in coming to who we are today, who we will be in five years, who we will be in 10 years, that they're all a part of the whole. So for me to really learn to love and accept myself, I use affirmations a lot. And when I catch myself going down the rabbit hole, you know what I'm talking about, remembering the old story, headed back towards that direction. I self-correct those thoughts, right? I approve of myself. You know, I love myself. I accept myself just as I am. And sometimes in the moment, trust me, I don't believe it. But you know, when I stay with it and stay with it, it's hard not to become joyful and loving and accepting and less judgmental on self. Exactly. 
Yes. yes. Do, you, do you find that uh, judgment is self-judgment is something that people struggle with a lot? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And if you go to the core of it, the judgment isn't really the judgment that our own inner being has. It is some tape that we have run because someone else said it. And so we internalized it. And that's the reason why that inner work is so important because you need to really untangle yourself from things that are not are not who you really are. Think about it. When we when we're kids, when we're kids, we're so alive. We're all we're we're curious. We're not worried about what anybody thinks. But as we started growing up, we started acquiring all these all this gunk, as I like to call it, right? Layers that has dim our light. Yes. And so it's about unlearning whatever we learn that took us away from the essence of who we really are. Yes. You know, as you're speaking, I'm visualizing ourselves maybe as a statue and maybe we're covered in 25 sheets and the outer sheets are the, the blackest of the sheets. And as we pull the sheets off, they become lighter and lighter and lighter until we begin to see our true light. Yes, And it's so wonderful that you shared about labels that other people have put on us. So often we hear this. I mean, Louise Hay herself used to share this story about how she wanted to be a dancer and was studying dance. And then someone told her that she was too tall. And so she stopped. And again, you know, so many of our dreams get put on the wayside. Maybe someone has told us that we uh, aren't a good writer or that we're not very smart or that we're not good at math, all of those different things. And we carry that on as truth. So I would invite the listeners and the viewers to really examine those thoughts. And I'm sure you do with your clients as well and say, is that even true? Is that even true? Is that thought true? How do I know it's true? And can you maybe share some experiences around that with us? Of course. So, I mean, there's so many. For example, a lot of it can also be cultural. At least for me, a lot of it was cultural and societal. My parents, they're from Dominican Republic. And there is this notion that if you are a certain way, that is good and this is bad. Uh Physical attributes. And so unfortunately, and that's one of the things that I've had to detangle big time. So I'm using my personal experience here. That's something that I needed to detangle myself from. And it's so freeing once you do, because then you're able to see what is other people's stuff and what is your stuff. And when you're able to see what is your stuff, then you could take responsibility for your stuff and decide, okay, this is my stuff that I do not like. This I will change, right? And you're able to see yourself with so much clarity. You're able to, as I said earlier, you're able to step more into who you really are and your own power. But it takes really detangling from what is other people and what is yours. Mm -hmm. What are other people's beliefs about what is beautiful, what is not? What is, I think yeah. that is just really key what you have shared there, that detangling. And so what are some ways that people can detangle? Yeah. Well, first of all, notice if there's any wounding within you and you will know based on when something really isn't clicking in your life. Like for example, for me, it was the whole visibility. It was hard for me to be visible. That just wasn't clicking. I mean, it seemed easy. Yeah. Just get on your phone and do a live. It was the hardest thing for me to do. And once you find out what is it, what part of your life or you you're struggling, do the deeper investigation. 
And a lot of times, this is when I recommend people to work one-on-one with someone because we don't know what we don't know. I didn't detangle from this on my own. I have my own coach. I have my own mentors. I highly recommend people to work one-on-one with someone. Once you know what the struggle is, find out why you think it is and keep going deeper, keep going deeper until you hit the one thing that makes you say, ouch, right? Because it's that ouch, that's the real answer. It's when it feels uncomfortable that most people stop, myself included. Yes, because so many times we go superficial. Oh, because I'm afraid. Well, everybody is afraid. Next. Oh, because I do not look pretty today. Well, who doesn't feel sometimes I don't look pretty today? Next. Oh, because I look, I don't know, chubby in camera. Okay, everybody has their next until you get to the one thing. It's like, oh, oh, that hurt. Because then that's the thing that needs to be healed. Oh, I love that. I love how you aren't getting stuck on those outer layers and you're just saying next, next, next. Let's get to the bottom of it. And I am with you absolutely advocating for everyone to have a coach or a counselor, someone to work with one-on-one because you know we all have stuff. Yeah. And uh, every single one of us has that stuff to work to, the, the gunk, as you call it, <laughs> the layers. Yeah. So tell us what life is like for you now. For me, oh my gosh. So I am still working on the Spanish version of the book, Creating a Lifetime of Wellness. Start Mm -hmm. having the life you deserve. More speaking engagements (laughs) is in the works. More courses that I want to offer because Mm -hmm. this inner work is so important. And if only people understood that that is the key to absolutely anything and everything that you want in your life. And I still do the inner work, but I enjoy it now. <laughs> it's true. Inner work is the key. Absolutely. And if you ever feel like, oh, I've done all my inner work, I'm good to go. Watch out because something big is coming. Yes. <laughs> you yes. know, inner work is something that we will, I believe, I uh, need to work on uh, every day that we are on this planet and perhaps even beyond that. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Because we're always, even as we're doing the work and we're we're getting lighter in terms of removing the baggage that has kept us down, life happens. And because life happens, some other gunk may come our way. So if we don't do our spiritual, mental, and emotional hygiene, just like we need to brush our teeth every single day, we need to really be renewing ourselves mentally, spiritually, emotionally. Because when we don't, that's when we can lose our balance, our center, and then anything can get us all frustrated and we need to Uh, be doing that cleansing. Yeah. I love that you call it hygiene. You know, for me, I just call it a daily routine, but I love that you call it hygiene because, you know, then it's not optional. A daily routine might be optional, but like, there's no way I'm leaving the house without brushing my teeth. You know? (laughs) Uh, So let's think about it that way. I invite the, the listeners and the viewers to think about shifting that thought to my daily hygiene. Absolutely yeah. working on ourselves. So your website is auraemartinez.com. Aura is A-U-R-A. I'll put the link down in the show notes. And you mentioned a book. Is Are you the author of that book? Yes, I am. Creating a Lifetime of Wellness. Start having the life you deserve. And I also have the journal. This is like having me coach you in every area of your life that the book covers. 
Beautiful. Well, I will share all of that information in the show notes as well. And thank you for having them on display for us. I often ask for a a favorite quote. And you said, the best strategy to master in order to win in life is the inner game. And that is a quote uh, I'm guessing from your book. Well, it isn't in the book, but it is my quote. Yes. Okay. Beautiful. The best strategy to master in order to win life is the inner game. I'm 100% on board with that. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much for being on the show, Aura. And uh, I look forward to connecting with you further. And I wish you all of the success in the world as you continue to help people with just that, with their inner game. Oh, thank you so much for having me here once again. Thank you. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Thank you for joining us today. It is my true desire that you have been inspired and felt a sense of connection with the words being shared. If you have an inspirational story to share on how you have overcome adversity and created an exceptional life, please visit my website, victoriajohnson.org. Thank you for joining us and we'll see you again next time.